0: This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen. Hello and welcome back to our well Podcasts. I'm Becca Walker, your host, and I'm delighted to be here with another fabulous panel of guests for today's episode, which will focus on lifestyle and how making small changes can change your life. Before we kick off our discussion, can we go around each of you to introduce yourself to our listeners, telling us who you are and why you volunteer to be part of today's podcast
1: uh sorry I'll go first it's uh Duncan Massey um w- well probably like everyone I've uh, been listening to a lot of podcasts in the last year especially since the lockdown uh you know got a lot of interest in it and always wanted to see if uh if I could uh do something myself um otherwise I'm I'm a mature student I've taken a sabbatical out of work in the oil and gas industry to do uh a master's degree in the energy transition so just started that uh,
2: yes thank you so my name is Josephine Bjerkvist. I'm a research fellow and a PhD candidate at the Institute of Health Sciences here at the university so um, my background is actually in physical activity for health and health behavior change so I'm really happy to be talking about this topic which is is a passion of mine for
3: sure uh, my name is Olivia Theret. Uh So I'm actually from Canada. I'm here as an international student to do my master's um, and I'm doing it in uh, global health and management. Um, so I think this was just like a very interesting topic and I guess same thing similar to Duncan, you know, just the podcast space seems like it'd be interesting to, you know, participate in and take part in. So I'm happy to be here today.
0: Great, thank you guys, and thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate you giving up your time to be part of the discussion today. So lifestyle is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as the way in which a person lives. So this includes both their personal interests and behaviours, such as what we eat, how active we are, substance use and sleep. Unsurprisingly, these um, lifestyle factors affect not only our physical health, but our overall well-being too. I'm interested to hear from you guys about what influences lifestyle choices you make and um, the lifestyle choices that you make I should say and the effect that these choices have on your well-being day to day.
1: I guess I've got a slightly different perspective to some of you guys uh, I guess being a little bit older <laughs> but um, I actually recently I've uh, done a lot of uh, sort of work around my the way I live my lifestyle and and my diet and things like that um, I guess, uh, you know, recently I've lost about two stone in weight. Um, I I wasn't bad weight. I was sort of a... I'm an ex-rugby player. Um, So, yeah, obviously I was weighing in. You know, I was quite uh, heavy from playing rugby and obviously just getting a little bit older, starting to uh, put in a little bit of middle-age spread. And I used to get a a medical every year with, with work, and uh all the measurements were going the wrong direction every year. So um I guess over so, and then over the lockdown, you know, we all had a bit more time on our hands and uh I just really focused on on a few different things with regards to diet and increasing activity and uh so I've become quite passionate about that. Some of the things that I've looked at is obviously exercise, I always did a reasonable amount of exercise but I've probably upped the ante on that, doing a lot more cycling outside and diet wise, again I've always had a reasonable diet but I now really focus on a few things such as trying to minimise sugars and maximise fresh, fresher uh, fruit and vegetables and and properly prepared uh, meals.
2: It's really great to hear from Duncan that you've made such uh, fantastic changes already. Um, Just to jump in um, around lifestyle changes, so from my own perspective, one of the things I really identified um, was that I was under a lot of stress, sleeping really badly. I think part of that was due to the pandemic, but also there was a lot of work pressure. So as an early career researcher and also a graduate student, there's a lot of pressure to always be working, always be reading papers, always be writing, um, so I did take a step back from that and and try to really focus on my goals and, and how to really be my best self and, and to be more productive and to work smarter. And I did manage that uh, or trying to manage that by Trying to just get up earlier in the morning, trying to fit some exercise in at the beginning of the day, uh, trying to leave the office uh, or leave my desk by five o'clock every day, which is hard to do. Um, but one of the things that really helps me is is actually having colleagues who, who check in on me and make sure that I am abiding uh, by this as well. So I think that social support is really great as well, making sure that you're you're keeping um, check on yourself, but also helping others to to
3: keep um, keep to their goals. So that's helped me a lot. Um, So I guess uh, I feel like in general, like I've always had like a pretty healthy lifestyle. But I think that's something that's really noticeable for me now is just since I've moved here like literally two months ago and I've never been here before and I don't know anyone that definitely, you know, Change things around for me a little bit and, you know, mental health uh, was definitely something that I needed to like really take a step back and realize I need to make some changes uh, being here in my lifestyle um, just because, you know, sleep wasn't great and stuff being here. So I really tried to have to create myself like, you know, like a routine I think is really important for you to be able to put in those things that are healthy for your lifestyle and good for you. Um, little things that can make you feel, you know, safe, like you've got a safe space But then that you've also, especially for students being online, like creating, I think, a different space for studying if you can go to the library or go somewhere else so that it's not all crowding and overwhelming you when you're in like your home space. Um, And yeah, just really like I think at night, like before you go to sleep, really finding ways for you, even if it's just little self-care ways for you to really like create like a guess like a calmer space for you I find like that's been something that's been really big for me um recently for trying to change and help my lifestyle
0: (laughs) yeah they're um so so interesting tips and um I think it's definitely something that I I suppose lifestyle as well can be very personal to um each individual person so what will be healthy and Obviously everything is like healthy for everyone, but what people get the most benefit out of um is very personal. Um certainly um some of the like my behaviours um definitely I, I notice an effect on my wellbeing depending on how um much I've exercised, even as much as it, you know, it really um, enhances my mental health and helps me to be productive in the day if I can get up and exercise in the morning before I go to work but also not even just, like, the mental health, like, it really helps, um, with, like, with your digestion and helps with sleep and stuff as well, so that you are tired when you go to bed, because it it can be really difficult if you're, if you're stressed, um, for example, last night, um, I'm also, I work at the university and I'm also studying at the university so I've got quite a busy uh, lifestyle at the moment and I was on my computer far too late last night um, that I couldn't sleep when I went to bed. Um, you know I'd done a full day work and I thought oh, I've got quite a few things like assignments to do for uni I want to crack on with them and before I knew it, it was I think maybe half past ten, quarter to eleven, which might not seem too late. But then I switched off my computer, went to bed, and I was just like lying, looking at the wall, <laughs> like I just couldn't switch off and go to sleep. And um, so for me, like that's something that I really want to to focus on is like kind of like you said, having that clear clear s- switch off time, so that I am getting the sleep. So then that isn't you know I I'm more I'm feeling more ready to take on the next day, and then I'm more likely to make better lifestyle choices. For example, um, certainly for me, like if I'm tired, I'll eat a load of rubbish food. Like, you know, you just crave something like really, really sugary um, to feel like it's going to wake you up, to get you through the day. Um, but, uh, you know, if I've had my eight hours sleep or whatever, I-, I feel more alert and just better ready to, to make those lifestyle choices. It can be really hard, I think, to to
2: break out of those bad habits. um I, I work late a lot as well, and I feel i'm I'm just busing come 10, 11 o'clock in the evening. and and similar, if you're watching one of your favorite shows on so one of these streaming platforms, and then you get really into it and you watch far too many. so it's it's these cycles that we get each other into, and it's it's hard to stop. but but we can stop and we know that we can make new habits. So it's just, it's just about thinking about what is the change you want to make, and and then really committing to it. So so try sticking to it for a week, and if you can stick to it for a week, then you might be able to to stick to it long term. And and for for sleep, things like leaving your phone and laptop out of the bedroom is is a good one, and uh, maybe switching that that show for maybe a book if possible. These, these things do help a lot, but they are hard changes to make.
0: Yeah and I think that's like what you said it's about trying to build that habit um, and setting yourself that small that small target of oh I can do this just for a week and then you will most likely notice such a difference. Um, certainly um, I've made a, a small personal goal the past few weeks to to try and maintain a good sleep routine so going to bed at the same time every night whether it's the weekend or not and again although it's much more difficult in the dark mornings try to get up um at the same time every day as well so that throughout the week I'm then sleeping better because I can often find that like on a Monday night or a Sunday night I'm not getting as much sleep as I need because I've you know stayed up late at the weekend then I've got up late and it just not it's not just a knock-on effect for one day it's like a continuous knock-on effect the rest of your week and then that's where you think oh I I want to be making a change a change there
3: just real quick I wanted to say it can just also doesn't have to be like a huge massive change like it can even be something as simple as you know what? Every day, I'm gonna go for a walk, and at some point in your day, you fit in that you're gonna go for a walk, and then something as simple as that, and getting some fresh air and hopefully some sunlight, and not in the rain. You know that can help a little bit. So,
1: <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I thought it was a really interesting point that I think everyone made about the um, the sort of difficulties being a student and finding the sort of separation and getting a routine. You know, certainly, th- it's one thing I've noticed you know just start coming back to being a student after being in work I was probably doing longer hours at work but it's a bit more r- routine you know it it well it's not 9 to 5 but it, you know you 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 do your work you know what you've got to do and you get it done whereas being a student it's kind of endless uh you know you as you, i think as you everyone said you know you can read keep reading at, at, you know there's an endless amount of things to read and it's difficult to get to know when to stop and, and to get that balance and structure so I think I think that was a really important point that that you know nearly everyone touched upon And it, it's certainly something I've noticed coming back into into studying
0: yeah definitely and I feel that our as we've kind of alluded to already our lifestyle choices not only affect like our physical health um and our mental well-being but it does also affect our our learning experience and our ability to learn um, You might find if you have um, healthier lifestyle choices, such as prioritising going to sleep, um, that you'll have enhanced concentrations. You're able to better focus in your studies and apply your learning um, and retain information for your exams, Really, which is obviously the ultimate goal of a student, um, is to to graduate. So just making those small changes to your lifestyle um, really can have only physical benefits to your health mental well-being as well as helping you excel and get to the the top of your your own academic ability i just wondered like from your guys experiences um in your academic careers do you feel that the environment in which you're in affects the lifestyle choices you make and is there anything that you think that the university could do better to empower students to make healthy lifestyles throughout their studies healthy lifestyle choices i should say when they're studying
1: I I don't I mean uh, one reflection for me is you know still all the covid you know um measures and working a lot more from home it makes it harder um to be healthy because you're typically stuck in one place for a lot longer you don't have to travel you don't have to walk um and I think you know even that act of getting yourself onto campus is a sort of useful break which, you know, quite often you're not even getting that. So I think I think little things like that um, are a big miss and I think potentially the university could do more to encourage a few more things on campus, even if it's not your actual lectures or, or tutorials or whatever. I think just a few more ad hoc social sessions.
2: I think that's a really, really good point and, and it goes back to what we were discussing earlier around the importance of having a routine. And I have to say that the hardest point for me during the, the lockdown was when we were just working from home and, you know, a lot of people were working in their PJs and, and the novelty of that does wear off at some point. And actually there's there's something great uh, about getting dressed for, for uni every, every day, you know, getting up at the same time sitting down at your desk, going away from your desk to, to walk about and things like that. So I think that is really important and, and you feel more professional if you're looking your best. Um, so I think routine is, is important. And, and part of that is, is also obviously returning um, uh, gradually and sl- safely to, to more face-to-face sessions because I think students are, are telling us that that's what they want to see
3: yeah absolutely I mean you both kind of touched on the point that I was going to bring up that I think it would definitely help to have more in-person um, activities and sessions even like you said Duncan not even just like classes but just activities and social settings in person um, that definitely helps and you know just being able to get out and stuff so I absolutely agree with both of your points <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the, the pandemic has really brought brought to life the importance of socialising and the importance of how going out to work or going out to university, as much as it can sometimes be a thought at times. Like how many times have you heard someone say, look, I can't be bothered to go to uni or I can't be bothered to go to work today. But actually, when that was all taken away from us, um. To start with, it was a little bit of novelty, I guess, that it's like, oh, I can stay at home and do and do work. But it very, very quickly became stale. And a lot of people that I've certainly spoken to and myself included did notice um, deteriorations within their mental health because of that and the impact that actually going on to campus and whether you're just engaging with classmates, not even necessarily like for, for lectures, maybe just meeting someone for a coffee makes makes such a difference. I certainly know for myself when I first went back to campus after being at home. It was I had only gone on for a few hours and it was really really odd. Well, I felt it was really odd. I, I came home and like I remember saying to my husband like, "Oh, I feel like really happy today." Like, and I just like like and I didn't feel that I was unhappy before. Um I just like was in such a, you know, better mood. And the only thing that I had done differently in my day was go onto campus and interact and engage with someone face to face that was the only thing that I had done differently and that really just spoke volumes to me because it can be so easy to say oh I'll just like st- stay at home you know you don't have to commute at all you can be more in comfortable clothes um, but really it's, it is healthier for us to be engaging when it's safely of course you know, um, a, a, you know, abiding by the the guidance of like wearing our masks and, you know, keeping that safe distance, but really just having that physical um interaction and managing to k- keep eye contact with someone makes makes such a difference to to your overall wellbeing for sure. Uh,
2: absolutely, and and I think something that um I've heard from students has been difficult as well is is engaging, uh with societies and sports teams and and volunteering opportunities because obviously a lot of that was um uh not available um uh, for the past few years for the past year and uh that's often I think where we make some of our best friendships that that last beyond university you know like-minded people uh we actually we learn a lot of skills and and uh, it, it can be life-changing for people that this, the skills and the confidence building that comes with being part of a society or a sports club so certainly I'll be very happy to see those um starting to have more activity on campus as well because they are uh, very important I think to the the student experience.
1: Yeah I totally agree with that you know obviously I've, I've met, met only probably a handful of people on my, on my master's degree since I've started and uh, you know I'm actually in a fortunate position I'm, I'm from the city uh, you know I've got all my family and support groups here but I'd imagine it'd be really hard if you just arrived at university not really knowing anyone and you're spending most of your time in your in your flat or accommodation just um just attending your classes I think that must be really tough
3: um yeah absolutely I mean that's kind of my experience so I really had to like put myself out there and even just arriving here you know what I mean like going out was just going out to the grocery store and to the bank because you know I have to figure out getting a bank account here so I really had to like try and make an effort and like put myself out there because then classes weren't you know lectures are recorded pre-recorded so they're not in person so definitely had to create you know some sort of i guess different challenges but ends up being the same thing of having to find in-person activities that like make you feel good and um i've personally been able to do that with like some dance classes i've just been trying different ones around the city and i finally joined like the dance society at the university so again like even if you're not talking just being in a room with other people and you know you go into your little space and you can take off your mask and then just that creates you know like a routine and just feeling good and some exercise and then you start seeing familiar faces which I think is also key to like feeling more comfortable so yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah definitely that's uh, really good to hear that you've uh, managed to engage with the the dance societies um it's it's so good that um our cl- our sports clubs and societies are are opening up again because it's it's such an important aspect of, of student life um to have that social aspect and as well because it it's dance as well you're getting that um physical exercise as well as the social aspect so you know you're 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 hitting two two of the two of the goals there at at one at one point um which is obviously Key and will really just help your your overall well being and kind of fe- feeling happy and content and help with your your motivation and for for your studies and stuff as well. I think as well um what I find about the routine as as well and you know going out to work or going to university is that I certainly find it easier to make those healthier lifestyle choices when I am out of the house. For example, um, I suppose I'm thinking about diet, um. I would then uh, make lunch and take lunch with me um, to work um, and then I just eat what I've got but if I'm at home I've got like my whole house to decide like what I want to eat or what I want to snack on or if I don't want to eat like a proper meal so in terms of that effect of um, maybe not eating the best when I'm at home as well like I definitely eat better in that you know it affects so many things not only does it affect like your skin um like the color or like the clearness of your skin um and generally just fe- you feel better um your brain's able to um be more productive and again back to the concentration thing like having that that balanced diet really does does help with help with that and again once once you're doing one thing healthier i find it easier to do another as such um so you think oh I, you know I've, I've eaten well well today and then I'll go for a walk and suddenly you feel like you've had a, a really good um you've made really positive lifestyle choices within that day and I also think it's okay to have some days where where you don't um it's like everyone has times where they're really really tired and they and they need to rest and you know, I I always aim to to go out of the house every day for for a walk, and there's some days certainly here the weather is horrible <laughs> um the last thing i want to do is is go outside um and i think that it is okay to have those those down days and those chill days as well um but it's just about um knowing, knowing your own body and kind of being aware of, of the signs of, to where you're maybe going into a little bit getting stuck into a little bit of a rut you're maybe hitting a bit of a slump kind of identifying oh, what so, what is one thing that i could change to to try and combat that behavior or get me stuck out of that rut if you know what i mean
2: absolutely and, and again about getting out of the the house uh, i think one way um that the being on campus is really beneficial is that it gives you a chance to to go there as well like either walking or, or cycling and you build in that um that active travel and that commutes into your daily day and certainly that's a, a good time for me to sort of uh, get prepared for the day um, mentally or de-stress at the end of the day. So I love that cycle ride to work in the morning and in the afternoon, even in the cold winters, it it really allows me to just um, de-stress, uh, which is really nice. I think if I were sitting in a car or in a bus, it, it's not necessarily as, as beneficial. um. So I I, I love that that commute um, and I definitely saw a difference when I started to commute back to campus again because beforehand I was you know walking around my house and it got boring after a while so <laughs> it's nice to have some variety and I'm lucky to live close by one of the parks so I can walk past the park on the way uh, so it's it's been really lovely um, definitely enjoying that again.
3: Um, I guess also just to touch on uh, Becca what you said about like packing a lunch I find for me like when I go out of the house, if I'm bringing, like, a water bottle with me, I end up drinking more water than if I'd stayed at home because then you're doing stuff and you forget and you don't fill up a glass. And I don't know. I always end up forgetting to drink water. Whereas if I'm going out and I have a full water bottle, I know I'm drinking at least that full water bottle and, like, I'm drinking water, like, for the day. So I feel like that's, like, again, a little thing, but it ends up making a big change um, in, like, your day. And uh, also, like, I guess kind of when you're in a rut, like, I mean... I know not everybody likes cleaning, but I feel like even if you just try, like, it's easy when you're stuck in, like, an apartment or whatever to just let everything accumulate and, you know, your clothes, your laundry, your dishes. Like, I had a cold last week, so I just spent the entire week, like, in bed in here, and the place was just, like, I was so happy on the weekend to do my dishes and vacuum, and just that made me feel better, and then this morning, like, like, last week, I ended up joining online just because I didn't want to expose people right to my cold, um, And then this morning was like, oh, it'd be so nice to, you know, stay in bed and join online because now I've done that. But I'm happy that I ended up actually walking to class. and I was able to enjoy this. It was sunny this morning and enjoying the fall colors. So now I actually feel better. So I'm glad I did that. So but yeah, just kind of like in those little changes of like,
0: you know, so. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that is actually what what you say, Olivia, is so, so important. And it can be so difficult to be like, oh, I'll just just stay here today. Um, Like it's just you know it's less time consuming it's more comfortable it's more cozy but actually that benefit one you never regret going out for a walk ever ever um I, oh, I certainly have never regret going out for a walk even if it has been cold you know just dress dress for the weather um I think I've like probably everyone in Scotland has like a jacket for every single weather and you've got to have like millions of layers with you for when the weather changes when you're out but yeah I've never ever had a bad walk and I've always it always makes you feel better it really helps me going I really enjoy going for a walk with someone and I probably just rant the whole walk like if I'm like you know stressed about something but then I always come back and I feel so much lighter and so much easier and then I've got my exercise in as well. Um, exercise doesn't always have to be running a running a 5K or or going to the gym. Um really just getting out and getting into the fresh air it affects our our physical health but again also our mental health. So it's really trying to build in what works for you. If you if you want to go to the gym and work out for an hour then that's brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. I mean I'm a gym goer myself. Um but, in lockdown, obviously the gyms were shut, so I, I then took up running and you know did some more walking and There was something just about going out for the exercise rather than going to the gym and um, I just liked being outside in the fresh air um although some days it 's obviously not the best to run in, <laughs> um, so then I could go to the gym, but I really like having that balance of of doing both and yeah, I guess it is just really what what works for you and trying to just make those those small changes as we 've kind of been speaking about even in terms of what what you're eating and thinking about maybe healthy sugar swaps I think someone mentioned that um at the start start of the episode and I mean I certainly I personally don't believe in like going on a diet as such I, I see it more as a lifestyle change um because at one point you'll go off your go off the diet and then you'll, you know, fall back into your own habits and then you'll have to go back onto the diet. Whereas if you try and just make that conscious effort, but again, not being too strict, like, you know, you have to be um, versatile. Like if you're going out for a meal with your friends, go out for a meal with your friends and enjoy it. Don't feel guilty about what you're eating, what you're drinking. It's been, you know, certainly if you if you do track track calories, and not everyone does, and that's totally fine. Um you probably also shouldn't track your calories too too religiously. But it it's kind of based on what you intake throughout the whole week, not what you intake on that, that one day. Um and that really I, I certainly find that having that flexibility in my own own personal life just really helps. It helps to make the the lifestyle choices a little bit more manageable and a little bit less overwhelming. Like it's okay to not go to the gym. It's okay to not have really eaten so well today. But tomorrow I can I can try and do a little bit better. And I guess that's what I would want any of our listeners listening today to to kind of take home from from this the podcast. Um, is it just that you can make those changes, just those really really small changes, and it doesn't have to be, you know you don't have to, to change the world in one day as such. I guess just to maybe um, round up our discussions a little bit, I wonder if, you know, if we've got any listeners who are, are feeling inspired by our conversations, if there's any advice that you guys would, would give someone who is looking to make a, a change in their lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's all the things we've talked about today. It's, it's sort of, you know, um, it's having that separation from work, and home. I think that's important. And whether you can do that by means of a walk or some sort of exercise, that's great. And then I think it's what you just mentioned there again, Rebecca, is just, I mean, I don't want to get into the realms of giving diet advice, but I think it's just sort of enjoying your food, but, you know, trying to eat as healthily as possible. If there's a f- few little things to change, try and do that as part of your everyday process rather than you know a big a big diet as i mentioned at the start for me it was trying to reduce the amount of sugar i was eating and and carbs actually so i, f- I found for me i found that really quite easy and it, it it was quite an easy way for me to lose a little bit of weight of just cutting rice potatoes pasta and replacing chocolate with some other things Mainly, mainly dark chocolate rather than <laughs> rather than full full blown uh, Cadbury's or whatever. So yeah, for me, it's just all those little things that we've mentioned throughout.
2: Uh, absolutely, and um, I think maybe the first thing to do is to to really have a think about what is important to you. So what what is the thing that you really want to focus on and that might be around eating healthier, might be about getting more sleep uh, every night or perhaps around doing more exercise and then looking at how you can actually turn that into a smart goal. So then going from the big picture to more focused and trying to to build habits around that one goal and then as you said Rebecca once you've made one change it's easier to, to make the next um, and just to re- on something that, that helped me quite recently is um, for a week I kept a mood focus diary, so I actually wrote down throughout the day um, when I was in a good mood, um, when I was feeling stressed, when I was maybe in a bit of a bad negative mood uh, and just the kind of things I was doing throughout the day. And I really found that when I was just sitting for long periods of time, I was in a really, really bad mood. And then obviously I wasn't at my best in my work, but whereas if I was you know getting up regularly, drinking water, uh, e- eating better, um, you know, leaving the office at five, I was in a much better mood. so so that helped me to to focus um, and to really look at the things that um, put me in a better place
3: um so i guess i mean of course i agree with everything you both said you summarized it really well um so it really comes down to i guess like honestly just like day by day like little small changes that you can do because it can definitely be overwhelming if you're trying to make like a big change like you know like we said try and go to bed at the same time every night or wake up at the same time every morning drink water slightly healthier choices you know if you're picking the dark chocolate instead um, little things like that um, I think it's also important to, yeah, like we said, boundaries with studying and then also creating yourself like a safe environment or like a safe space. I know that for me, especially with like anxiety and stuff, like you really want to be able to create that for you to like feel better and then you can actually sleep at night and exercise. Um, and having a good support network, I guess, like like you said, Becca, like if you can go out for dinner with friends, like it doesn't have to be going out for dinner, but if you're touch base with the people that are important in your life, that can actually you know give you that support which can also help you in the long run with making those you know good lifestyle choices and just yeah like s- small efforts and you know like pat yourself on the back I'd say and like give yourself credit because I feel like we can all be really hard on ourselves and we're trying to like make changes so like really you know like give yourself credit for like any little thing that you did today that was an improvement from yesterday I think that's really good and um, of course like reach out if ever you're like needing help with something of course like there's a lot of resources, even just with the university. So um, yeah, I guess that that would be my piece of advice.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. I think that's such a, a great point to end on there, Olivia, um, really um, giving yourself that pat on the back and y- you know look looking forward to the next day if today didn't quite go so well uh, what 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 can I do tomorrow to to feel a little bit better and I really really liked what you said about that mood diary as well um that's definitely something i'm gonna I'm gonna try I'll bet it would be so interesting to see um just what your behaviours are doing um when you're when you're feeling a little bit lower. It's definitely something to i'll certainly um try and monitor as well. I did find that um,
2: I, I can't have coffee before meetings, it puts me in a really jittery mood. So uh-huh. I, I've learned to,
0: to to
2: limit my coffee intake, which has been a good, good change.
0: But that is so interesting. In and I guess that's how you get to see what is working for you, because for someone else, they might need that coffee before before they go to that meeting to help them wake up and be able to focus in that meeting so um yeah that that's super super interesting and hopefully something that um we'll all be able to go away and try and try and better our own lifestyles and see how how it makes a difference on our general well-being and how we can study better because of that so I would just like to thank you guys so much for, for joining me for the episode today. Like I've certainly taken some um, hints and tips away from you guys, which I can go and put into practice in my own life. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing the difference, the positive difference that I can have in my lifestyle. So thank you guys so much for coming. To any of our listeners um, who's feeling inspired or wants to know a little bit more information about any of the themes that we've discussed today, just head to the University of Aberdeen website and search Be Well again thank you so much guys for joining to our listeners thank you for tuning in take care and I'll see you next time this podcast is brought to you by the
1: University of Aberdeen